You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, and... Patreon.com forward slash Up Next. Oh yes, that's right. We got that Patreon supporters. Thank them. I, we have to thank them all. All oh, the time. Absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I, I love it. Uh, we're here to talk about NXT because we are the, your uh, NXT friends. 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 Um, we watched some wrestling tonight, as we do every Wednesday night for this show. Um, it was a lot of fun. We don't get to watch AEW because we, we want to record this right away. Mm. So for our AEW review, we're going to throw one out tomorrow on our Patreon just like that because we can. We can. Uh, what else do we have on our Patreon this week? Oh, well, we, get into we stuff? right now, if you go on there, you can get our review of El Camino. Yes. Um, the, but hey, you know what? Movie. Fuck it. We're going to give it out for free yeah. on this feed, too. Fuck it. It's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, uh, such as we are, we watched El Camino today, and then we did a review. We put it on our Patreon today, just for everyone, any any of our tiers of supporters. But we're putting it on this exact feed, on our uh, Up Next feed, post-wrestling feed. For our movie reviews, strictly free, all, all for you, for the people, for the people. Up next is for the people, uh, because El Camino, Breaking Bad movie, really cool, pretty good, bitch. Yeah, right. Let's uh, let us say no more because yeah, we don't even want to get into that. To yeah, uh, be, but because also, I mean, while we're on the topic, we got we got to do some housekeeping because it's spooky mm. season. It is. Um, we did a, some horror movies. We did a Saw review. Yeah, you I've saw never watched Saw it. for the first. I time. saw Saw. We did that. We did It Chapter One. Mm. This week, we're doing, in honor of 25th anniversary, I think, the original Nightmare Before... No, no, what? No, I'm messing it up already. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Not the Nightmare on Elm Street before Christmas. Maybe we'll do that one later. Yeah. Na- Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, one of my favorite movies. So that will be available on Sunday yes. to listen to, Sunday morning. And we have 
another like spooky thing because on was next this week where we were looking at the July eleventh, two thousand and twelve right. edition. Was next is where we go back and we've been watching NXT from like the start of this this era of exactly. NXT. And get this, yeah, we uh, had the debut of Bray. Why? Yeah, the debut, like the re when he was Husky Harris, and then he was finally yeah. repackaged. So it's really spooky season because yeah. we watched some, a lot of the spooky stuff. So that's all on the Patreon, patreon.com slash up next. Uh, five dollars is the North American tier, and you get all these shows that we are mentioning. So and twenty five dollars get you some crazy stuff. But say no more, I can at yes. this moment. Uh, so we will be talking about NXT because that's what we're here to do. But. Before all that, we need to decompress. Mm. We need to celebrate Wednesday Night Wars. Yep. Wednesday Night... Wednesday Night Wine. Wednesday Night Wine. <laughs> Wednesday Nights are for the boys. Yep. As we say here in the BDE, the Braden Davy Estate. Um, we're drinking some wine. I'm drinking some white. You're drinking some red. But at the moment, we are... Uh, we're, we're, we both needed to pick me up. Yeah, we're having a... We're... we're I'm breaking my own rule of not having a pumpkin spice latte, but we're having some sort of peppermint thing. I think a lot of people are going to make fun of us. For it's this. peppermint latte. It's delightful. Uh, we did I put out a tweet last week, though. actually, being, yo, everyone gets all uh, excited about pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. It's all about the peppermint mm, latte. Peppermint's good. Like, this is Dark good. cherry mocha. Mm. Mm, too sweet. I want the pumpkin. I want actual pumpkin in my coffee. I want some... I want it That's to, like, be spooky. Like, I want it to, like... Yeah, extra espresso. Um, yeah, we've been drinking some coffee tonight. Um, how have you How have you been? Have you been celebrating uh, spooky October, spooky season? Um, not really. I've... I've you have a Halloween month. costume? Not yet. Do you? Oh, God. I've got an idea. Um, oh no, never good. My girlfriend and I want to be the twins from The Shining. Right. Play with us. Yeah. Forever. That's what we're thinking. And ever. I might just change it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Okay. I'm thinking of getting the Stranger Things Steve Harrington. No relation. Right. Braden Harrington. Uh, the, the giant scoops ahoy thing, but I don't know if I'll look good in those. It's, it'll be pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the world's ready for that. <laughs> uh, if, if not that, I'm going to go the lazy route as, as any man who needs a last minute costume, I would say gets a last minute onesie. Mm. Done it before. I'll do it again. They're successful. I do have an issue with people not dressing scary for Halloween though. It can be a Halloween scary onesie. Sh- Halloween shouldn't just be dress up. It should be, you've got to be scary. I like scary stuff. You know I do. Yeah. But yeah, I did some scary stuff this weekend. Yeah. This last weekend. Uh, like, you know, like uh, Canada's Wonderland is a giant theme park here. Sure. Um, yeah. They do this Halloween thing, Halloween haunt. You go through scary mazes and you go on crazy, crazy roller coasters. Are you a roller? We've never been to a like, roller coaster. I, I love roller coasters and oh. I still haven't been to Wonderland because. Now's the time. No it's like everything's spooky. Go, no up. Go with me. Let's go. You have I a girlfriend. Go. You're supposed to take. She the, doesn't like roller coasters. And she, she doesn't want, like roller coasters. She wants to go, but doesn't like haunt mazes or roller coasters. So I'm like, okay. Do you know these mazes that like, sound like it sucks going with you? <laughs> like she doesn't like the mazes of scary people yeah. jumping out. Right. And she doesn't like the crazy. I went on the craziest rides. I want to go on all the rides. I did the spookiest thing. I'm going to say some shit and people are going to judge me, but like I made the mistake of maybe possibly doing a tiny little bit of shrooms and then going on roller coasters. Yeah. That sounds awful. Um, yeah, I'm a wild boy apparently. Uh, so I survived, but it was a lot of fun. These roller coasters, there's this one called Leviathan mm. that is so giant. Like, you're overlooking buildings. That's cool. Like, this is... It, it was really cold as well, because it's, like, October now. Uh, but I recommend it. Jumping, getting scared at mazes and stuff with people in costumes. Very, very fun. I like being scared. I like being scared. Yeah, and it's that's, fun. <laughs> that's one of the things. We're going through these uh, horror films, yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could get scared. 
now. Right. Like, and I don't mean a jump. A jump is different from a scare. Sure. A scare I want to feel uneasy throughout the whole film. Right. I want to be like, oh, I don't like this. And I find the only way I can really get that is if I watch a film on my own at like three in the morning. And that's when you get scared. That's when I'm like, eh. Don't know, what was that noise? What's that happening it's in the, the scrum chair. room? Yeah. <laughs> the haunted chair here in the BDE. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty, I mean, like I said, I, I was a little, was a little lit and I was getting, there was clowns jumping out at me in all the universes. It sounds horrendous. <laughs> it was great. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, so I did that and then I've been watching scary movies in, in honor of our, in, not in honor, but because of our Patreon. So it's been an enjoyable, mm. I just need a Halloween costume. We're not doing a Halloween party this year. It's going to be We might do set. a little gathering. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go yeah. out. We'll do something. We'll figure it out. It's yeah. my favorite time of year. I-, I love it. It's my favorite. It's a nice time of year. I like autumn. Like, no I got good a, clothes. It's... We got a Camp Crystal Lake sign in do, our hallway I want to get the It one. Yeah, you want the Pennywise, yeah. the clown, like, carnival sign. It looked really cool. Um, Have you started American Horror Story yet? No, I never season? watched it, no. No, I... I recommend this season just because I know what right. you like. Okay. Because it's... Wait, you're not recommending me the, the guy who dresses up in all leather? Was... That, isn't that in the show? Oh, that's probably... Wait, have you not watched this show? I've watched it. What, this season? Every oh, season's sorry, different. I thought, oh, really? Oh, my yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't have to have watched well, any of them. Okay, well, I don't know that. But this one is like... It's uh, set at a camp. So it's like the camp leaders going to sure, camp. Right. On the way, it's kind of like Friday the 13th. And then there's, like, someone who's escaped from a mental asylum, so Ooh, Halloween. Cheeky. Um, yeah, it's... And it's set in the 80s. Okay. So it's, like, all these tropes from your right. favourite horror films Excellent. kind of all in one series. Okay. I think this is one you might enjoy. And all Emma right. Roberts, isn't it? Emma Roberts. Oh, yeah. big fan. Big yeah. fan. I, yeah. I big fan of Emma Roberts. Um, it's kind of a funny story. Great movie. Um, so, yeah, I've been enjoying the spooky season, but uh, I've been watching some of the, the main roster... Uh, spooky stuff. It's not something I'm enjoying. Oh, God. <laughs> I like wow. how they're trying to bring the spooky stuff in during Halloween time. Yeah. And it's just not hitting Well, we me. were, I think both of us, we were at that SummerSlam show. Yeah, Toronto. and I was super into that. And we were so into The Fiend. We, As we said, we're doing Was Next. Um, and early Bray Wyatt's been fantastic. Yeah. And I, I put out a tweet on Friday. I was watching SmackDown. And I went, I'm officially... Done because they the made fiend. him look so silly. Because they've killed it already. We'll so see. I, hopefully, hopefully they haven't. Hopefully they haven't done it. Uh, I, I can see them still trying but to save it. But it's the same thing we've had with Bray Wyatt over and over again. They're going to be like, ah, no, he's not quite done, and they'll take him off for a month to like rehab him and bring him back, and he'll come back for a big feud, and he'll lose that one. Mm. And now he's just as I always say, the he, loser in a silly mask. Bray Wyatt always should have beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. That could yeah. have resulted. I like big what ifs in the world of pro wrestling, and that's a big one in my books. Yeah, what if Bray Wyatt beat Cena? That's well, a lot of people. I kind of do believe in the whole butterfly effect thing. Yo, one hundred percent. And when you see, yeah, someone like his career, how yeah. different would it, would it have been? been? If he beat Cena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's been pretty spooky. And again, listen, go listen to our Was Next thing, because that one's going to be pretty fun. I can't wait to talk about it, because he was pretty spooky mm. as the, 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 the cult leader, the Charles Manson yeah. kind of dude. Really wild. Uh, that's how I, I, I talk like Bray Wyatt when I come home late from the bars on a Friday night. Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> I've been to hell, man. Uh, I can't wait to do that. Uh, I guess we should talk about some NXT from this uh, day and age, though. Yeah. And I'm talking... About NXT from October 16th, 2019. This is where the review starts, ladies and gentlemen. Um, There's a new intro. Yeah. It's got some color. So, yeah, before I think they were using what we've 
had on the network, whereas now it, it was... Because they've got the green uh, with the logo now. It's like the yellow, the black, and then there's like a greeny kind of thing. Oh, okay. So they've included that. They've It's yeah. more splashes of color. I mean, if you watch AEW Dynamite, they got a lot of color. I love their Oh, that's like tie-dye kind of. Yeah, I love it. Like the splashes of paint, uh, like blue man group yeah. do i think they're kind of copying from that in my like a little bit i could see the comparison mm. a little bit uh looked really cool um the intro starts and after that um we welcome to full sail crowd looking good here at full sail ever since full sail has been on this since since being on usa full sail has been good again remember yeah. that if you've been watching nxt for years shout out full sail you guys were in a little bit of, you were hated on like the internet because you were you were doing some things that weren't great, but you guys are like... I feel like they game. know they, they're You need important. to. Yeah, they're you like, are important. Ah, we love this brand and we want it to do Anyone well. Anyone listening that goes to Full Sail, like, yeah, if you guys are regulars there, you guys are really important. You are part of the show. Yeah. Like, essentially, if you ask me, because they've been doing a good job. That's all I can say. Shout out Full Sail. We start the show with the returning Blackheart, mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa. He comes down. He is returning. From the big, uh, the, did you, we watched the special, the Blackheart special yeah. that aired on the network last week. Uh, that was really uh, like heart touching. Made sure. me want to cry almost. Yeah, uh, just, I have a black heart too, but it made but like, me you know, not, almost... not just the injuries, but you learn about uh, his miscarriages yeah, and his family. Very sad. And um, this is I how don't you think make I could face. ever boo this guy. How again. are you going to boo him again? You he can't... could do the worst shit possible, and I'd still be like, ah, but that documentary, I love you, man. I, I foresee him being a heel again. Yeah. He's just the best at it. Uh, but Blackheart, Champa is here as a face, and the crowd loves it. He's going one-on-one, his returning match against Angel Garza. This is the Latin lover guy. That yes. reminds me of, like, late-night Latin lover. Uh, the match starts off, and they kind of do a back-and-forth early on. Now, you were predicted that this would just end in a squash, and I was like, yeah, I could totally see that. That's not necessarily the case here. Uh, Angel Garza is like saying, hey, man, screw you, and, and kind of fights back because he's got something to prove here in NXT. He's a he's a face that's been around for a few months but hasn't really done much. Um, so Champa then just starts tossing him around. They they fight on the outside. He throws him into the, the barricade. Um, Garza counters the fairy tale ending and hits some sort of like double knees in the corner there. Garza hits a suicide dive. Uh, there's a top rope drop kick. And then this is where Garza takes off his rip his, his pants, his ripping pants. What do you call these? His stripper pants. Tearaways, sorry. Okay. Tearaway pants. Yeah, this I call them the stripper pants. Uh, he is the Latin lover. He takes the pants off, throws them down, uh, but he gets beat up by Champa. He gets hit by the knee strike in the corner. He rolls to the outside. Champa picks up the pants that were thrown. He stomps on them. He then hits a running knee. He goes to a the... bit Ric Flair on them, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah, starts yeah, doing yeah. elbow drop. Like... He then... Uh, he's doing all this and Garza's like upset. So Garza is now on the apron leaning to get into the ring. And as he does that, Champa throws the pants at Garza's face, distracting him, which allows him to hit the rope assist, the rope hung assist DDT, which we've like seen him win. DDT, yeah. The yeah. draping DDT, the high angle draping DDT, which is now called Willow's bell. Now, if you watched the black card documentary last, last week, you would know that that is the name of his daughter, Willow. So Willow's Bell is the name of this high-angle draping DDT, and Blackheart pins Angel Garza just like that. Mm. Yeah, pretty fun match. Like Champa looks like he hasn't really missed a beat. Um, 
a nice quick exchange between the two. Angel Garza is, I think, very exciting to watch. Definitely. I can see him being a kind of Andrade, because when Andrade first came in, he his character wasn't really there. He was still cool to watch. He did some things right. where I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. And then they started to take him a bit more seriously and put him in more of a serious role. Yeah, you're right. And I can see Garza being like that to start with. Definitely. I can see... I, I've watched a bit of him before, I think. In he's CNN. very good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, and he's got wrestling in his blood. I, I, I definitely like enjoying seeing him, but, I mean, a guy taking off his pants can only go so far. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, you know... Uh, <laughs> in, I mean, in like, there's, there's one other guy that does it called Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, it's really different. We I, were watching that today. He's he's doing okay for himself. Yeah, I'd when say. they go... Uh, and then rips off the pants and the crowd goes wild. It's insane when you watch that and then you watch that. Wrestling's weird, right? <laughs> Wrestling's so weird. Uh, so Champa, in his debut, his return debut, I should say, his return here beating Angel Garza, he, then we hear the music, shock the system. Undisputed Era come out, like hyenas in Lion King. They come around, they surround him, but Champa is ready. He grabs a steel chair, sits down in the ring, and is holding his crutch, his camo crutch, Champa has, and he's just standing there. So Undisputed Air is like, okay, okay, cool, cool it, hotshot, cool it, cool it. The biggest angle in NXT history for about five minutes, <laughs> in my opinion, is this. Kyle O'Reilly walks over to Mauro Ronaldo and the commentary desk, hands him something and says, take this, hey, take this, take this. Mauro's like, boy, what is this? Well, it's a, it's a USB. We gotta give it to the, to the truck. So we are now told that Undisputed Era, where we watched it, Kyle O'Reilly giving Morrow a USB drive, a little USB stick. Those still exist. Uh, and he says, you know, watch this. You know what would have been better is if Kyle's doing this and then Roddy runs over and he's like, no, 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 yeah, uh, so he's got a USB, and we're like, okay, well, I gotta if- come back to and see they, this. And they leave, like they don't want to fight Champa; they just retreat. They're like, peace, and Champa's just chilling there. So we don't know what's on this USB. So they're like, we're gonna try to play this when we come back from commercial. Like I said, five minutes of my life where I'm like, what is on this USB? Yeah, I need to know. So they go to commercial. We come back. And tonight we will see a we will have a message from Finn Baller. Mm. He, he has a message for us tonight. We then see Keith Lee. He's backstage. He's got his headphones on. He doesn't have AirPods though. He's listening to some Tory. He doesn't. Animals. He doesn't have that main roster money where you get the <laughs> AirPods. You gotta have the yeah. cords. I have the cords too, Keith I Lee. Have the I understand. I have the actually. I lost mine, and I'm using someone's. And only one of the. So, oh, I hate. That. I I buy from Dollarama weekly. I can't. I can't. So what do you think Keith Lee was listening to? Tori Amos. What's that? You know the singer, Tori? That's what Mick Foley used to listen to before a big match. Oh, my God. He'd listen to Tori Amos I would listen and then to like, jump off a cell. I would like listen to some like uh, uh, Bocelli. Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time to say <laughs> Time goodbye. Time to say goodbye. <laughs> uh, so Keith Lee's chilling there. We come back to the commentary. Get this. We're going to find out what's on the USB. Whoa. I'll tell you, if you ever find a USB that is mine, don't play it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> David, uh, you are my roommate. I trust any I think, USBs I think, you I find. I think there's just that trust that goes on set. You ever find a USB? Especially on an international podcast. Like, we're good. <laughs> so, we're going to play this USB clip here. Uh, I have uh, 
the description of my notes for this. They play the clip. It is Kyle O'Reilly backstage somewhere with Undisputed Era. They're all here, but it's like Kyle O'Reilly with a cameraman like, hey, follow yeah. me. Look at this. And Kyle O'Reilly's doing the fake news guy, like, fingers to his ear, like, uh, this just in, breaking news, sometimes examples need to be made. So now we have Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. But Roddy's, like, looking little like he's, like, been beating someone up. Because yeah. he has been. <laughs> There's a body that the camera kind of pans over. And we've been watching a lot of scary movies lately. And you were like, what, what is that? And I'm like, what is that? It looks like a body. And it was. There's Velveteen Dream. He's laid out like beside the trucks here in the back of Full Sail. And it looks like Roddy and the gang were beating him up. Uh, <clears throat> Roddy looks at the camera and looks at Dream. And he's like, this is what happens. You wanted to make fun of me? You wanted to say I had a shitty little dick? <laughs> Roddy goes insane here. Yeah, Roddy He's goes- so worked out. He's, he's the wild card of Undisputed Era, for sure. Uh, he says, let Dream sleep on it. And then he stomps on the Dream's glasses. Have you ever seen Ooh. the movie Scary Movie? Yes. There's a character in that movie who's like the jock boyfriend and like the, the villain, the ghost face. Mm. It's a parody of Scream, obviously. But... The, how Scream, the, the ghost face gets him is he puts a picture of like his little dick in the guy's locker and he's like, who did this? I'll fucking kill you. This is Roddy and like yeah. <laughs> going after that angle. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, so it ends with Kyle O'Reilly going dream over and then pushes the camera away and that was the file that was on the USB. This isn't what I was expecting. No. I thought they had some dirt on yeah, Champa. I know. It was like his his daughter from the documentary. Yeah, like his, what? Something like that. Dude, I was so ready for that. Yeah. This is kind of, I, 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 want, I would say it was a little bit of a letdown. It was a bit because we have these backstage things anyway. Yeah, you could have like, just said the cameramen are always yeah. in the parking lot yeah. or the where the trucks are. So... They but, got my attention with the USB. Did, and that was obviously what they wanted. They wanted yeah. you to come back after the break. They did let me down a little bit. I will, I will, I'm an honest man and I will say that I was ready for, because Champa's just chilling there and they're like. You're ready for Champa and Lana. I was like, (laughs) Champa and Lana. (laughs) Bobby Lashley. No, I was expecting Champa. I was expecting Champa and Candice LeRae. Oh. oh, imagine. No, like what? I was expecting some dirt and it was just, no, we beat up Dream. <laughs> it was basically Undisputed Era setting up their War Games match. Yeah. Because look, we're going to beat up everyone. Yeah. If that War Games match is happening. That's what I was saying. Uh, the beginning of the show was the first time they they mentioned War Games. They were yes. like, we're on the road to we're War on Games. The, the barrel war And war. although nothing's been set up yet, there are a lot of, mm-hmm. you can see who the players are. Definitely. Uh, we go to our next match of the evening. Throw them up. Throw him up. One. Throw him up. One, two, one, two. Uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, they're in a tag team match. And I was very excited when I got to find out who their opponents were. Imperium, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Uh, now, they've fought before on NXT like about a year ago. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this show for over a year now. And we got to see them do a sleeper yeah, tag match. Yeah, they were... In Imperium, yeah. and before they moved over to NXT UK, they, they got had a our phenomenal attention. match. Yeah. I remember we were both blown away by a match these, these guys had before, and they're here to do it again live on USA. So I'm pretty stoked that they're getting this, this opportunity. Uh, this match starts, all these guys uh, like just like to beat each other up. Like They got the Smash Mouth style kind mm. of thing, and I love it. So the match just starts, Oni Lorkin fights like he tweets. Yep. And just starts hitting the crazy chops to Eichner. Uh, Eichner fights back, tags in Bartel. Uh, he then gets like a... He goes to jump onto Birch, who's tagged in. But off the top rope, he jumps into a headbutt, which looks crazy. Birch is on fire now. Hits a top rope drop kick and does a kick up. 
throw them up. Beth Phoenix on commentary says that Danny Birch makes Vinnie Jones look like a yoga instructor. <laughs> and then I realized Danny Birch kind of does look like Vinnie Jones. Like, and the similarities uh, are there. I mean, just a tough Brit with a an tough ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Um, so Birch keeps fighting back, uh, but Imperium beats on him. They do it tags in and out. Then they set him up in like a tree of woe and hit like a double basement drop kick from the apron on either side. Really cool move that they do in their, in their tag matches on NXT UK, but they're, they're on this show now, mm. which I'm kind of happy about. Um, they go to commercial. We come back. There's uh, German suplexes from Oni Lorcan, um, from, um, Danny Birch as well. There's a powerbomb combo and a jackknife cover from Oni and Birch, but only a two count. Then there's a massive chop battle. Fabian Eichner hits a brain buster, one of the best looking moves in wrestling. Uh, there's a tope to Birch from Bartel. There's a double jump moonsault from Fabian Eichner, which is this thing is, a, is just crazy. beautiful. This is, this is why people gif wrestling. Jif, gif, whatever. This is the move that is one of those things. Like the springboard double jump, it's crazy. But get this, it's only a two count. Only Lorcan kicks out. I bit hard actually on this. Yeah, I thought that was it. <clears throat> I thought it was over, but it was not. So Oni Lorcan still in this. Uh, they're chopping away. Both guys are, are just like literally slap, not even to the chest. They're literally like slapping each other's faces, but like just crazy. Uh, there's a spine buster. There's a power bomb upper European uppercut combo. And that's it. They pin Oni Lorcan. What a great match. But where's my my question here is where's Danny Birch? He was taken out of the match. Yeah, there he for was so sleeping long. for a bit, wasn't yeah. he? Um This was a lot of fun. I uh, love this match. Yeah. I think anytime these any combination of these guys are yeah. in the ring, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um And then they're all posing after that match and Alexander Wolf, the other member mm. of Imperium, he walks up and poses with them at their post match celebration. He's kinda like when you were in school. And you did a group project, group project, and like the kid who never shows up just shows up on the day that you all did right. the work, and yeah. like I helped. That's Alexander Wolf in this situation. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun. I love Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch here in the BDE, our household. We love this thing where we just shout out Oni Lorcan's tweets to each oh, other. Oh yeah. Well, he actually tweeted immediately after the match. <laughs> oh my god. And he said, "Got my ass kicked on NXT tonight." <laughs> Um, but earlier in the night, he was having a great night. He went, Eric Bischoff was always my guy to play in WCW NWO Revenge because he did karate. True. I always, <laughs> I like picking Bischoff because he looked like a dweeb with the karate thing. Yeah, it looked great. Best Twitter out there. Uh, I love Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. They are fantastic. I love Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. I'm not sure where we go with either, but I definitely would like to see some sort of like rematch between these two teams. They're, they're both yeah. they're, like... They're they're destined to keep fighting because I love the the style they all four of them bring. So that's that's and, my and you need there. to build up people like challengers for undisputed era yes. because everyone else is gone. Exactly. We need a bit. The NXT definitely needs to rebuild our tag division. They keep yeah. they stolen everyone. Every time a team gets hot, they're taken from us. So we need some teams. We need the tag Absolutely. teams. Uh, we get a video here. Johnny Gargano is NXT for. Life. Yeah. We have an interview from earlier today with Kathy Kelly backstage with Johnny Gargano, your best friend. Yeah. Your mate. John. <laughs> um, he has. She asks instantly what we're all thinking. I like this. They don't beat around the bush here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She instantly goes, yo, what's your thoughts on Champa? Boom. Instantly. He goes, look, we've had our ups. 
We've had our downs. And to be quite honest with you, I actually do not know how I feel about it. So I really do not have an answer for you until I see him face to face. Yeah, I like they addressed this because their story was so huge. Yeah. And obviously, Champa's back, probably positioned as baby face because yeah, he's definitely. returned from injury. <clears throat> That's only the smart thing to do, I well, think, I will, at this stage. I, I will be quite honest. I thought Undisputed Era were going to attack Champa in yeah. the beginning, and I thought Gargano was going to come in for the save. I think that's coming. That's coming, I think. I think that's coming. Obviously, the last time before his return we saw Champa was congratulating Gargano in New York after right. his win. So... They're not treating us like idiots. Yes. They are addressing it, which is important. Yeah. Also, this Johnny Gargano video, I think we've seen before. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Like the the video of like his journey. Yeah, to his they, they've added the whole they added a lot of, life bit at the end. They added a lot of DIY in it. Um, that was already there yeah, before. Yeah, but great. yeah, the like NXT for life stuff at the end was new. I uh, think, really good. It gives me shivers. I, I really think they'll, they'll, they'll link up together as DIY, especially so. if War Games is kind of coming up. That could be where they're... Well, plot- DIY Undisputed Era. There you like go. down the line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's so many different possibilities. Also, with Champa being back, I wonder how much Gargano and Champa have their hands on their storytelling kind of in their angles. Because right. those two had the best... Yeah. One of the best angles, storylines in wrestling history, in my opinion. And they... Inst- like, Champa's already back and things are already storylines. Yeah. So this could be good. Uh, I can't wait for that. Dominic Dijak, or Dominic Dijakovic, rather. He's backstage. He's training. Everyone in NXT gets flags now that they train in front of. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's that cool. Like their training camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Uh... We're going to commercial, but they tell us when we return, Io Shirai is in action. And if you know me, nothing will make me wait patiently and not change the channel <laughs> than waiting for Io Shirai, because Io Shirai gets me high. Uh, Io Shirai is going up against Caden Carter, but I have to state out the fact, I tweeted it maybe like two weeks ago, three weeks ago even, why isn't Io Shirai's theme song, which is a banger, by the way, on music platforms. Yeah. Where is it? On is my it Apple Music. No, Ugh. it's not. Everyone tweet at WWE Music and Neo Shirai. We want her theme song because it's a banger. Well, they, they showed, they've obviously got some partnership with her and Poppy because yes. they showed when promoting her for After the Break. Right. They had Poppy's like Scary Mask album song, yeah. and like single and shit. Yeah. It's cool. Poppy's got to play her out. I think so. I think that's got to be an entrance. Yeah, definitely sometime. down the line. Mania sometime. Uh, so Io Shirai... The greatest women's wrestler of all time, in my opinion, uh, the the Joshi, the Joshi Judas. Yeah, I joked that uh, her her Titantron is her name flashing with strobe lights, and then it changes to in Japanese, which I imagine still says Io Shirai. Yeah, but in Japanese. So should I get that tattooed on me? No. <laughs> like in, in Japanese, like Io Shirai. Do you want to? Where would I get it? Your chest, your face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Brayden. <laughs> Here's someone who does have some tattoos: Caden Carter. Caden Carter's going on up against Io Shirai here. They start off, there's a head scissor attempt from Carter, but Shirai lands on her f- feet instantly, like flawlessly, because she's that damn good. But then Carter answers back with a counter of her own where she does like the Matrix, like the, the classic Matrix, Matrix escape. escape, which, uh, hey, by the way, Neil Patrick Harris in The Matrix 4, what? What? Yeah. That's a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keanu, okay. Keanu Reeves and uh, I think Jada Pinkett Smith and... 
Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. Really interesting. Sure. Matrix Escape by uh, Caden Carter here. Uh, There's a dropkick by Shirai from the top there for a two count. They go back and forth quite a bit. Again, I thought this would be more of a squash, but I like here in NXT how they give in... We don't say jobbers here in NXT. No. We don't like that word. We like enhancement talent. Apart from uh, like Cameron Grimes, where that's his gimmick, where he's running through people. Right. Um, Yeah, everyone else, they they come out. You'll see a... Tainara or a Caden Carter mm-hmm. or a um, what was his name Raul Mendoza or some of them and you're pretty sure they're going to lose but they're still going to get like eight to ten minutes out of it right yeah and you still they're still pretty good they put yeah. up a, they put up a, a, a fight at least um, so the match continues Carter hits this like crazy I don't know, like a wheelbarrow bouncing into some sort of kick thing really cool innovative moves she then goes for another wheelbarrow. But gets countered into a deadlift, vicious German suplex. This from looks insane. Shirai. Yeah, this this like killed the strength her. to like pick her up and then just and she sold snapped it. her back. She sold it like perfectly, like a video game, like bouncing backwards, landing. Io Shirai then climbs the top rope and hits the best moonsault ever. It's so good. Yeah, this moonsault's crazy. She hits that and pins Caden Carter just like that. Io Shirai, the Joshi Judas, Japanese Purple Thunder. I yeah, love, I, she's my favorite. This character, she's fantastic. This character is everything I, I need in my wrestling. It's re- very refreshing to watch. Um, everything, I, 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 like I, I joke and say that I, I'm in love with her because I am. But I actually think she, she's very. The, like, the only thing that I'm, I just don't like is the screaming and flailing of her arms in her entrance, <laughs> like Nikki it. Cross. It doesn't suit her. Like since she's turned heel, she's not crazy. Right. Like as soon as the bell rings, she's not doing Nikki Cross crazy stuff. Sure. Um. When she first started coming out of the hill, she just had, like, the kind of mean scowl on her face and walked to the ring. I don't know. It doesn't suit her character, I don't I, think. I li- and it's a bit over the top. I like it, but I see what you mean. There's definitely, like, the screaming. I like when she screams in Japanese at the end. Like, when she's when she's getting in mad. people's faces and yeah, screaming yeah. at them, fine. But not just, ah, I'm crazy. Yeah. It's, no. WWE, they love evil Japanese women. Look yeah. at all the Japanese women who are here right now. Yeah. It's crazy. Just insane. Uh, so that's not all for Io Shirai. She grabs the microphone. She's going to talk. She goes, not Rhea, not Bianca, Shayna, it's me. So she's calling out Shayna Baszler here saying, look, you don't want to challenge these other, these other women. I'm the one. I'm the real challenger. But she said someone else's name in that, and not Bianca's, but Rhea Ripley's music hits. She comes out. She comes down to the ring. There's a huge size difference here between Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. I love it, the, the difference here. Io's about to say something else, but Rhea snatches the mic from her. She says, look, last week, Bianca Belair ran her mouth. Next week, I'll put her in her place. But Io, if you ever spit my name out of your mouth again, I have no problem putting you in your place and shutting you up too. Io Shirai then gets upset. She starts. She doesn't have the mic in her hands, but she starts yelling in Japanese. Starts yelling in Japanese. Then decides to just retreat. And as she walks away, she starts. She continues to yell in Japanese. Well, at first she she like kind of pouts and looks like pretends to look kind of timid and in right. fear. And then this grin just like yeah, goes across her face. She's evil. And then she just starts evil Shirai shouting out a load of shit at yeah, Rhea. I love it. Um, I love it's it. It's awesome. She's just completely playing with her. Uh, I thought Rhea was excellent here as well. The snatching of the mic, the <clears throat> don't you dare spit my name out. Mm, uh, I like Keep my name out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, I really love this segment and I, yeah, I look forward to this match that 
I assume is going to be down the line. Yeah, definitely. the The women's division is kind of stacked. I just don't. There's so many different contenders, so many cooks that we could potentially see. But I know I want to see Io Shirai become champion and have that feud with Candice again because that match is like my women's match of the year. Still remain that match is crazy. I need more Io Shirai in my life. Is what I'm saying. Um, so next we go. It's a recap of last week when Cameron Grimes went one on one with Boa. And Killian Dane attacked Boa after the match, and uh, apparently there's a match added tonight. Boa, he's backstage. He's now yelling in Chinese to the camera, but more in like a, a he's he's saying something. But we, I, I obviously do not understand him. But Boa will be going one on one with Killian Dane, which makes sense. The dude was attacked. He wants another match. But Boa getting two weeks live on USA back yeah, to back. Crazy. Boa getting airtime here. Uh, we go to Kathy Kelly. She's backstage with William Regal. Uh, sorry, she's on the that like that flying thing now. The balcony. The balcony. Yeah, right. The balcony. The NXT balcony. Regal says that Velveteen Dream will not be able to compete next week because of the brutal beating that he got from Undisputed Era. So next up is Keith Lee versus Dijakovic. Hmm. The winner of that match will get. The North American Championship shot instead. Crazy. And that's next week. But that match is next. Uh, so we come back from commercial break for our next matchup. And Mauro Ronaldo mentions that uh, Full Sail is in the same hometown as the star of the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Huh. Is he from Florida? I guess. Is that is that why he's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. If you're from Florida, uh, I love you. Uh, Keith Lee. Versus Dij- Dominic Dijakovic. How many times am I going to mess this guy's name up? Yeah, I think I called him Dominic. No, is he Dominic or Donovan? Donovan Dijakovic. Yeah, Do- he no. was Dominic. Yeah. He was Dominic Dijak. Donovan Dijak. Yeah. What is he now? Dominic Dijakovic. Now he's Dominic Dijakovic. When was he? He was Donovan before? Yeah. Now he's Dominic. Yeah. Got ya. Wish he could just be Dijak, but whatever. I don't mind it. I just get confused with the old one. Dominic Dijak Horseman. <laughs> uh, so Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. This is what we like to call on this show. Big Lads big Wrestling. Big Lads Wrestling. Because these are some big hosses. Yeah. This is uh, like Godzilla, King Kong type-ish right And these here. guys have killed it. They're, this is their fourth encounter now. Yes, yes. On NXT TV. And the last three were fantastic. Yeah. Last time we saw a Canadian Destroyer off the top rope. What the hell are we going to see in this one? And we'll get to that. Mm. Uh, so the match starts off. Lee is uh, going after Dijak's uh, hands. He's trying to get like the Roman Greco... like. Tank uh, strength thing here, and he lifts Dijak all the way in the air. And Dijak is like six seven. They bill him as, and Keith Lee has him all the way in the air. It looked very impressive. Um, they do the classic Keith Lee dropping down, jumping over, leapfrogging. He is a huge dude, but he's doing these moves. And Maul literally goes moves like Jagger. Lee moves like Bruce Lee. Like, yes. Uh, he does a frog splash to the arm of Dijak. So clearly Lee is working the arm. They go to commercial break, but during the commercial, we have the uh, play-by-play. The picture-in-picture. The picture-in-picture. The P2P. Uh, And in this, Dijak does his, like, suplex throw, and then there's, like, a bunch of, like, chin locks and rest holds. They come back. Lee is now on the attack. He does another splash to the right hand. I think off the top rope it was. Uh, Keith Lee hits the pounce, period. Only a two count. Uh, There's a sit-out, like, chokeslam bomb by Dijakovic. Looked really cool. Um... Lee goes for like this. Lee can pick up guys like nothing. 
And Dijak is a big guy, and he can still pick him up yeah. like nothing. He does a power bomb. Usually, you you bend the guy down, and then you lift all the way up, and then you like you're folding him up aside. Mm. You're you're lifting him. The power bomb he Keith Lee does is he just literally throws your body up into his shoulders. Like yeah. what? Like how do you do that? But he's that strong. He's just a monster. Uh, and then he lifts Dominic Dijakovic so high up. Dominic Dijakovic was so high up For in this, the air. Like last ride. Bomb. Yeah, this last oh, ride power bomb. I mean, it's the range he looks shook. more impressive because Dijak is so tall as well. Right. So his head must be. It looked like. Over 15 feet It looks so high. Before he slams. It looked higher than me, like, watching this match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just looked crazy. But Dominic Dijakovic kicks out. Holy cow. So uh, they continue fighting. There's a huge boot by Dijak. There's a striking fest where they're going back and forth. Uh, there's, uh, uh, like, the... The, the what's the thing he calls it on the, the torture rack into the knee the feast rice he's going for that but he can't get it quite so often. this was the finish to their second match where where Dijakovic won from picking Lee up yeah. from the corner but because his arms all damaged he can't quite do it uh, Keith Lee hits like a super a suplex but get this the crazy spot here comes we were wondering when something crazy was going to happen and this is it there's some sort of uh, electric chair dijack is going for some sort of electric chair drop out of the corner on keith lee and keith lee hits the poison rana <laughs> what the fuck we literally shouted we, we were calling it before it happened and we're like nah you're you were like poison rana and i'm like nah and then he hits a poison rana and i went jesus <laughs> so he hits the poison rana which is the reverse frankensteiner again these are big lads wrestling yeah. holy shit moment here hits that he attempts to go up top but Dijak is counters they're going up top for something crazy who knows what but get this roderick strong interferes he beats down on both guys with the north american title but William Regal was chilling on the balcony, chilling like a villain. He looked like the Wicked Witch of the West up there. <laughs> he, looked, he, was just... he looked tweaking. He was like, <laughs> his eyes were bulging out of his head. He grabs a microphone and he yells, Roddy! That's, that was a terrible Regal. <laughs> but he yells, Roddy, you think you're clever, huh? Clever girl. Clever, huh? He, what does he call him? Sunshine. Listen here, Sunshine. He goes, you think you're clever? Well, get this. Next week, you'll defend your North American Championship. Against both of them. Roddy, have you never watched yeah, wrestling? Yeah, come on, Roderick. Not ever has someone interfered in a number one contendership match and the, the general manager has come up and gone, Ah, I guess you're not <laughs> defending next week. Never. That's never happened, Roddy. Come on. You're a, you're a smart guy, I'm sure. Uh, this match sounds crazy. This uh, uh, sounds insane. I love Dijak. I love Keith Lee. But I got to tell you, right here and now, my boy, Camp Strong. Champ Strong is retaining. I don't care. Do you see them putting this off so we have the proper finale yes. of Lee versus Dijakovic at, takeover. at a takeover? Yes, 100%. Which I, is great. I would feel this match... I, I felt this match didn't quite deliver in the same way. They felt like they were holding back uh, until they hit that poison runner. Well, I think we've seen so much of it now. Fair, so yeah. they hit that one. Every match so far has had that spot. Yes. They've done. So... And new each time. Different each time. So right. I think they're saving it for a takeover. Is Dream... Dream's legitimately injured. Oh, okay, he, at yeah. The Could I be. think there was a report after the uh, after his last match against Roddy okay. a few weeks ago, and obviously he hasn't wrestled since then. And they said he could be out for a while, Ooh, like kayfabe-wise. Ouch. But okay. I think he's dealing with something right he could, now. He could maybe come back, though, hopefully, for that war game slot. In there. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so next week, Triple Threat Roddy versus Lee versus Dijakovic, which sounds crazy. crazy. Yeah, Roddy's the workhorse. I'll say it oh, every yeah. time. He's one of my favorite wrestlers all time, I swear. Uh, Matt Riddle, he's backstage. He's uh, getting ready. He's, air he's, he's probably in front of a flag that says bro or something. Um, Matt Riddle is probably really excited that uh, officially now edibles are legal here in uh, Canada. So whenever they come... That's dangerous. <laughs> bro. Uh, during the commercial, we come back, but they're like, oh my God, you did you have to see this from the commercial break? It was not on a USB. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they, it's Undisputed Era. Uh, they're upset that Roddy has to fight both these monsters next week. It's all of them backstage. They're, they're yelling and they're like, ah. They're like little kids throwing a tantrum. They're like, ah. So we'll see what happens with that. I foresee maybe they're getting involved in that match. It's we no have, DQ. Is it? I mean, yeah, triple, triple threat. threat. Yeah, I guess so. So we'll see the hyenas get involved. Uh, Matt Riddle is having a match. He comes down in his Yankee gear from TakeOver New York. Uh, still looks good. Still rocking it. He's going one-on-one -on -one against Bronson Reed. Yeah. Now, this is a guy that hasn't really proven himself to us yet, has he? Not yet. Like I, 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 like, it... I like everything about this guy. He sure. calls himself NXT's resident thick boy. <laughs> He's Australian. He wears horror movie t-shirts. I like everything about this yeah. guy. Except he says something that makes me upset. He says that he uh, wants to represent Australian strong style. That's right. And that both kind of, I don't know, rubbed us up the wrong way. Because yes. we saw his matches after that and didn't, didn't see get any that out strong of it. style. No, I didn't get any strong style out of any of, of his matches prior. I will say, this is the best this guy's looked. Yeah. I think this guy's just going to keep getting better, to be honest. Uh, I, again, I like kind of everything. Uh, they, I think Beth Phoenix says, oh, he kind of reminds me of Samoa Joe. Because of, he's like... Bigger, he's he's uh, Australian though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like he he has that kind of similar body type, but the, he's he can get more like physical, more hardcore. Well, more... I think we were saying last week when we saw the cruiserweight match about how the cruiserweight like there's a lot of cruiserweights in yeah, NXT, yeah. but when you think of it, you've got uh, Lee Dijakovic, Bronson Reed, Killian Dane. A lot of You've big got guys. a lot of big guys yeah. who are very agile. Out. and you got to stand out. Look, the whole hot thing in wrestling is big lads that can do flips and stuff, yeah. right? Like, there's a lot of guys that are doing this. Um, and I think Bronson Reed, if he wants to go after that strong style thing, he should definitely go after it, but maybe, like, deliver with the strong style. I will say again, this was my favorite. And it's Matt Riddle who definitely can bring that kind of stuff out of you. Matt oh, Riddle is a, is a hard hitter, I would say. Uh, so this match starts with a fist bump from Matt Riddle, the, the code of honor. Yes. The bro of honor. The code of Bronner. Broner. Terrible. Uh, there's a huge series of strikes that start. Matt Riddle always starts things off like a, like a lightning. He's just crazy. Crazy strikes. Crazy knees. He hits an exploder suplex. Uh, Reed fights back. Hits a senton. And again, like he's a big boy and hits a senton on Matt Riddle. And Nigel says... Uh, a joke about how that might we might be seeing Matt Riddle's lunch come up from that move, which is <laughs> very funny. Um, they continue hitting like strikes, and like um, Bronson was definitely like delivering more with his moves a little bit differently. I definitely still need to see more from this guy, uh, but he gets hit with the bro to sleep, then the power bomb, and the final flash knee. But Bronson Reed kicks out of it. Well, let's not just gloss over that power bomb. Yeah, well, yeah, the power bomb comes right here. So, so. Matt Riddle goes up top for the floating bro, which he usually, you're laying down and he hits like a whisper in the wind type mm. move. 
But here he goes for it while Reed's kind of still standing. So he does the floating bro, which is like the whisper in the wind. Reed counters that with a sit-out powerbomb, which was fucking sick. Looked great. But get this. Matt Riddle kicks out. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they continue to fight. Matt Riddle somehow locks in like a, a sleeper hold here, which wears down the thick boy. And then Matt Riddle counters. There's like counters after counters. And he's pretty strong. He gets he gets him up on his his uh, shoulders. Like he's, well, yeah, that's Matt what Riddle's I was saying. Like, Matt Riddle powerbombed him earlier. Yeah, like, it was crazy. And- uh, yeah, can get him into this Bro Derek position yeah, as yeah. well. And, and Bronson Reed's a big, big guy. Yeah, uh, so the finish here is Matt Riddle gets him up on his shoulders, power slam, tombstone position, hits the Bro Derek, and pins Bronson Reed. Matt Riddle winning here, bro. They give a fist bump at the end, the fist bump after the match of honor. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to see more Matt Riddle. I'm, I'm intrigued that <clears throat> Matt Riddle isn't on SmackDown on Fox. I kind of saw him being drafted. I thought he'd yeah, be hot shot. Sure. Um, I think we need to see that Matt Riddle Goldberg match down the line. And I think Matt Riddle, here's my, here's, this is me fantasy booking the hell out of Matt Riddle. He comes out on NXT next week and he says, from here on, from here on out, I'm going to go undefeated. And then he goes on an undefeated streak. <laughs> From now, like from now on, like he should get some hot just decides. Like go look from now on, I'm not gonna lose and I'm gonna be a monster because like he he definitely like could kill people like like with his move sets and stuff. Like his his character wise is they say he's a former UFC fighter. Like he can fight. I just feel like what else is there to? We saw him fight Riddle and then uh, uh, Cole in the October second edition and it was one of my favorite matches this year. But I just don't know where does he go now. There's a lot left for him. Here in, in NXT? NXT? Yeah. Okay, I hope ha- so. He I hasn't enjoy him. held a single title yet there. Right. Um, I know the plan, apparently the plan was for it to be him against Cole. Yeah. In Toronto. Right. And that changed uh, because they see like long time plans with him. Sure. They, and they don't want to rush him because right. the worry is once you're in that title picture, look at Gargano now. You're kind of going, well, where, where is he going? Because he's sure. been at the top and he's a top, top talent. But right. what do we do with him now? Yeah, I could see that. I, I want to keep him here. I'm just I was I was like, ooh, now would be the time to bring him on SmackDown, but they didn't do it because I don't know why. But I'm happy. I like him here. Stay on NXT. It's the show I watch because I don't really yeah. watch SmackDown. Um, so Matt Riddle beating Bronson Reed. We go to Kushida. It's all, there's another injury here. Kushida has an injured wrist. We see him being checked out by the doctor in his fedora. Yeah. Uh, poor Kushida. He got his wrist re-aggravated wrist injury from his match against Walter, which was a banger, by the way. Uh, we then go to Tainara. Uh, there's a joke in there somewhere about wrist injuries and Tainara, but I'm not going to make it. Tainara is going up against a re- returning Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox comes out in Captain Marvel gear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she looked like it. Looked like the outfit. Uh, Tegan Knox was the the where, where did they where did she hail from? Oh yeah, they say <laughs> from Wales, United Kingdom. Now I've never heard anyone being introduced from like England, United Kingdom, or Scotland, United Kingdom. Like Drew McIntyre is always from Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, from Manchester, England, from London, England, but they've just said Wales from Wales, United Kingdom. That's strange. That's like billing someone. From Canada, North America. Oh, okay. Kind of. It's kind of weird. Uh, So I assume she's from... She's probably from Port Talbot or something. And someone's going, what? What? No, just Wales. Wales. Mm. (laughs) I don't even know where Wales is. So 
I'll pretend like I know what you're talking about. It's in the United Kingdom. (laughs) Uh, It's a country. (laughs) uh, So Tainara, who dropped uh, the Conti name? Conchi, yeah. Conchi. She dropped it. It's just Tainara. Uh, we've been seeing Tenora being fed to a lot of like she's been yeah. an handsome talent. I I think she has a lot of potential with her judo character and everything. I think she's amazing. Uh, but Tegan Knox returning here. Tegan has the whole story of her in the May Young Classic uh, being injured. Wasn't it like twice, diff- twice two different times or something? Like Tegan Knox has been through so much, um, and now she's here returning to fight Tenora. Uh, the match starts off. There's a huge knee bay Tenora. So you would think that like Tegan. I, I know Tegan's the babyface. But Tainara is, like, upset here, so she kind of goes on the attack really early on, sending Tegan Knox to the outside. Uh, Tainara keeps hitting with the kicks. Now, I, I, we always say we're a huge fan. And, hey, did she change her music? <laughs> As you always say. Uh, she's, like, a big kicker. Like, let alone Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, the team kicks here. But Tainara, like, with the kicks is yeah. badass. I, I think I think Tainara has a role down the line here in NXT. I really do. She... she uh, she shows like she's got some sort of judo kind of style that really connects with me, I think. Um, so she's beating up Tegan Knox, but get this Tegan Knox g- grabs Tainara by the throat and hits a choke slam. Now, I vaguely remember this being brought up in the Mayo yeah, Classic me too. as well. I, it reminded me. Beth Phoenix just like casually just goes. Oh, uh, Tegan Knox hitting that chokeslam because she's super inspired by her favorite wrestler, Kane, or something like that. <laughs> the big red machine. And, yeah, the big red machine. And me and you just and started just, laughing. Tegan Knox just fucking loves Kane. So Tegan Knox loves Kane. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of wrestlers are inspired by Kane. Sure, I'm not shitting on Kane, but it's just I funny. like Kane, yeah, it's but just it's like, just yeah. this... this Cute Welsh girl, yeah, like, yeah, like what hitting a choke slam because she's inspired by the big red machine. It's very it's like what? Yeah, it's very out there, very <laughs> left field. Uh, so the choke slam only a two count. She then hits a running senton in the corner, a high crossbody, and the shiniest wizard, mm. shiniest, the shiniest wizard, and Tegan Knox pins Tenara just like that. Now, Poor Tenara. Do you think this finish is a bit unfair? Yes. Because she's got these huge, great metal knee braces yeah, on. Yeah, it's cheap. And her finisher is driving the part of her leg where these big braces. metal braces are into your head. Maybe that's her character. She's like the squeaky clean baby face, but secretly like Well, we've seen it. Um, like uh, Juice Robinson in the G1 last year right. had his broken hand. So it had a cast. Right. And they were like, you can't, if you use that, you're disqualified. I think that was part of the Brock Lesnar Undertaker story, like times. way, way back yeah, in the 2012. day. 2012. Um, 2002, sorry. 2002. Um, so I can see a, a heel at least calling out that down the line. Yeah, very interesting. Or just use it as a heel move. Tegan Knox, the squeaky clean baby face using a knee brace yeah. to beat Tainara. Poor Tainara. I'm Team Tainara here. I'm Team Tainara. Team Tainara here on up next. Uh, so Kathy Kelly's there. They're interviewing. Tegan Knox just outside the ring on the on the bottom of the ramp there, and Dakota Kai, her friend, Team Kick, they come down. They're hugging it out, and they're about to ask both these these women like some questions. Interview here, but they're interrupted by Shayna Baszler. Mm. Shayna has a microphone. She says, "Listen, Tegan Knox, I don't know why you think you're coming out here. Why are you even bothering to try? Like, why are you here? Look, you you don't you're wasting your time." Dakota Kai knows what it's like to be in the ring with me. And by the looks of it, Tegan, you're running out of limbs. Ooh. Ooh. 
So uh, then Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke just kind of do the... <laughs> yeah, she, she actually said running out of limbs to rehab. Oh, running out of even, limbs to rehab. Sorry. Like, that makes more nastier. sense. Nastier. <laughs> um, I told you, Dakota Kai is the one to beat Shayna Baszler. Yeah, so... They're, if, they're heating up this feud again. If you've been watching NXT for, uh, I don't know, two past years. two years, <laughs> yeah, you would know this like kind of side storyline where Shayna and like... I think Shayna has lost the title since and got it, got it back, yeah. even in this story where Dakota was like this really brand new kind of enhancement talent. But the story was that she was being bullied by Shayna, like weekend out backstage, like yeah. this whole angles and angles of it. And it led to this match with a, with a payoff of Shayna, like injuring Dakota Kai essentially. Mm. Um, and it's kind of a nice throwback to that. It's really good. Uh, Dakota Kai kind of staring off and Tegan Knox is like, all right, I'll show you. And she's doing the ghost titling kind of thing. So it's one of the things again, I like about NXT is they, why not use history? I don't understand why main roster yeah. doesn't use it more. It it seems to be with so much wrestling. Once you turn like back to babyface or yeah. to heel, you start at page one again. Yeah, it's weird. And whereas I think calling back something like that, yeah, the Dakota Kai Shayna Baszler thing, they could pay off in a year. Like if they eventually want to say put the title on Dakota, right? That's something you don't have to do now, but you have that in your back pocket to always use to go back to that story. And I think that's where NXT is pretty good. Yeah, no, they, they're really good at the story. Look, even the Gargano thing earlier, he's like... Exactly. He could have been like, oh, Champ is back. It's great. He's like, uh, I'm not you sure. You know, we had our differences, but he hugged me in New York and then got injured. So <laughs> so we're good. Yeah, like it's... Or just be- they don't bring up the question, but they just address it. Like, it's like, you're thinking it, so let's talk to you about it. Dakota Kai for, for women's champ. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. All right, let's say. Uh, we then go to a video package... For Finn Balor. Mm. Finn Balor. He's coming back. He says, Did your footsteps leave the world in a better place? Or missteps leave a world in darkness? We make mistakes. But retrace your steps to find your heart. I have. Next week, my future will be my past. <laughs> uh, it's okay. My grandma's from Dublin. I'm allowed. Right. I have a ginger beard. I'm allowed okay. to be. I'm I'm quarter Irish. All right. Um, so Finn Balor, he's here, full full throttle. Yeah. No no pussy footing around there. He's here, and next week he's back. To, I'm assuming to have a match. Yeah, I think we. It's it's time now. It's yes. been uh, I like this. Like it. it I, I'm a little cold on this whole Finn Balor thing. I yep. think it's a good idea because you do need like another big kind of star, and he he has become that in wrestling. And you know what? He's he's good at cr- recreating himself over and over again. I've seen it in New Japan. I've seen it in NXT and main roster. He says in this thing like he's made mistakes. He's made mm. some missteps here. This is a good reset for him, uh, and I think it's great. So his future will be his past. Finn Balor in yeah, NXT. Yeah, I'm reserving judgment really yeah, until, exactly. until I see what the plans are, and it's yeah. it's. Possibly a good thing they've rested it for a couple of weeks, so they do have a plan. But I, uh, I need to see something now. I yeah. need to see what the plan is. Yeah, let's see him. Let's see him have some good matches. Yeah. Uh, our next matchup, the music hit, and uh, I wrote down what you shouted at the TV. It's fucking Boa. Oh yeah, <laughs> two weeks in a row, baby. Two week Boa, Boa on the two weeks. The two I wrote down as well. It's fucking Boa. <laughs> fucking Boa. Uh, Killian Dane is going one on one with Boa. Killian Dane attacked him after the match last week. So this match starts and Boa is pissed. He starts going after Dane. Roundhouses to the chest repeatedly, repeatedly roundhousing. Um, he then kicks him so hard that Dane rolls out of the ring. 
Boa goes up the other side and chases him around the corner, but runs into the running low cross body, which I believe they're calling the divide. Yeah, I like that. It the looks divide. like a divide. Yeah, you're literally dividing mm. the guy. You're like, because he's a he's a bigger dude and he's yeah. running at you low. Bray Wyatt does it, but Dane does it pretty high, like fast Smash Mouth style there. Uh, he hits that. He goes, but they go back into the ring. Boa then eats a huge clothesline. There's a fireman carry into a slam, and then uh, a senton, and then there's a Vader bomb, and then another Vader bomb, and then a third Vader bomb. Morrow calls it the unholy trinity of Vader bombs. But that's not it. Killian Dane then locks in this like half Nelson abdominal stretch kind of choke. And Boa, it's taps out, it's over. But even after the bell rings, he doesn't let go. And then finally shakes him around and drops him. Killian Dane with this new evil finisher here. I like it. I mean, it looks like a finisher that would hurt you in yeah. real life. So I believe it. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan of Vader bombs. <laughs> yeah, why is that? <laughs> like, especially, uh, I'm going to get heat for this. But like, ja- I literally, we watched the AEW debut. Yeah. And when Jack Swagger came out, I literally went... Oh, okay. Jack Swagger. All right. That's cool. Jake Hager. All right, cool. As long as he doesn't do any... Oh, uh, he's... Oh, he... Yeah, he just hit the Vader bomb. I just hate that move. I don't think it would hurt. I, I would do... Oh, a, really? I could do a Vader bomb on you and like... Sure, it's going to hurt, but it's not going to well, kill you. Well, you can do a way When to... Vader does it, it looks like Well, it I hurts. think that with Killian Dane. I think Killian Dane's a, a big, big guy. Right. I think the muscly guy, like the slimmer muscly guy is right. like a... A Jake Hager. Yeah. Sure, I get you. It didn't make sense to me. But I think it. a Killian Dane, it's like, yeah. Like you the talk, speed he does it with You as well. talk about how you love side Russian leg oh, sweep. Oh, so good. I hate Vader bombs. Okay. If I, I love Ushiguroshi. Yeah. Sushiguroshi, which I still call the suplex lift into the Ushiguroshi. The greatest wrestling move. My favorite wrestling move. I would say I have equal love for that move as I have equal hate for the Vader bomb. Give me the heat. I want the smoke. Give it to me. Uh, so it's over. Boa loses. Killian Dane beats him. What about if you put the Irish, like, monster with Finn Balor? Then you have the Irish killing squad. <laughs> I'd like to see a heel Balor. There you go. That could be the way, you, how you do it, to be honest. Uh, we get a recap of Leo Rush and how he won the cruiserweight title. Um, I'm interested in seeing the cruiserweight division. Is 205 a thing? We don't know. We'll continue to see, but it's the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, we get to uh, videos kind of showing, because we're going to commercial, but after this, our main event of the night, we see Pete Dunne backstage. He's like rolling his fist. He's doing getting ready. Then we see Damian Priest. He's hanging out with some, some girls backstage. Yeah, one looked like Drusilla from Buffy. Oh, interesting. You've been watching Buffy at work. Yeah, the, the evil vampire. She's the British, oh, well, I love her. terrible accent. I love her. Uh, Angel, yeah. Angelus's like, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Spike's girlfriend. Oh, I love her. She's great. Um, yeah, uh, so Damien Priest is hanging out with vampires. Yeah. I think I talked about it on this show briefly about how I've been seeing vampires in real life. Like, I know it's October and people dress spooky in yeah. costumes, but like, people who dress and pretend that they're vampires is a thing in oh, this yeah, world. Oh yeah, no, I know. Like, I don't know if you've encountered vampires, but like Damien Priest's character looks like he hangs around with people who dress like vampires. And that's okay. They're people too. <laughs> well, actually, they're, they're not. But they're vampires. Oh. But yeah. They're, yeah. Well, they have souls too. Do they? Oh, no, they don't. They're vampires. Yeah. I don't know. Damien Priest should just turn into a vampire gimmick. Instead, drop the archery thing. Just become a vampire. Yeah, the archery, like... Become Blade, dude. Doesn't really... Just become Blade. I think he just half, likes these nightclubs. That's blood. okay. Like, people have... What different life? Do you have my it? gimmick? You like going out? He likes going out to vampire places. I do too. Trust yeah. me. 
<laughs> so, uh, Damien Priest is hanging out with some ladies, and Pete Dunn's thinking about breaking fingers. So, we go to commercial break. We come back. Pete Dunn versus Damien Priest. This match starts off. Uh, there's like a, a high angle back elbow early in the match from Damian Priest. Pete Dunne does the elbow stomp. Ouchie. Don't know how he does this. Looks so great. He does it again on the outside on the steel steps. Uh, then Dunne gets like stomped off the apron. He gets pushed off the top to, onto the apron. Like a really awkward landing, but like on purpose. Looked really great. There's a bunch of forearms from Damian Priest. There's a guillotine arm wrench. There's, uh, like, Pete Dunne's on top of him with the guillotine with the arm wrench. Priest counters that with a falcon arrow during the commercial. But I was a little distracted because they do the picture-in-picture with the Mm. match still going and then the commercials. What what is this meatless, impossible Whopper? Oh, from Burger King? Wait, it's a Whopper that doesn't have meat? Yeah. A Whopper? Is it going to taste like a Whopper? Sounds like me. What? I don't know. I don't know what you just said. Me neither. You special. Uh, so, a, a impossible whopper got my attention more than the falcon arrow. But now I don't know what you just said. Um, so I got to go try that. But I think it's in the U.S. Probably, only. yeah. So, uh, anyways, back to the match. <laughs> <laughs> the archer of infamy hits the falcon arrow during the commercial break, which I think they kind of should have saved. It's kind of one of his big moves. You know, right? I've I've decided I like this. Sure, show important stuff in sure. the commercials. Okay. Keep it going. Like, you, I don't want to see falling to the outside and chin locks and yeah, stuff in sure. the commercials. Okay, fair. That's true. I guess I, I've been asking for that as well. Like, as, I long as, see more. as long as there's not a finish in the commercial. But even if there is, it like makes it feel like anything can happen at any time. Anything can happen. Uh, we come back from commercial. They're both up top on the top rope. And Pete Dunne hits like a huge top rope, like uh, hatch suplex, I'll call that. Uh, only a two count. Dunne does an overhead moonsault. Uh, there's like an enzigiri. Uh, there's top rope missile drop kick, but to the knee, which was really spot on. He mm. like targets the knee of Damian Priest because Damian Priest is a bit taller guy than Pete, so he starts targeting the the the, the knee here, which is great. Uh, there's a German suplex by Pete Dunn. He stomps on the fingers because you know what Pete Dunn likes to do: break your fingers. He loves to break the fingers. He goes after the finger. What's why do British people hate fingers? He, Shit. He, <laughs> He attacks the fingers. Uh, there's a, a roundhouse kick, sends him to the outside, then done with his moonsault to the outside. Back in the ring, there's a sit-out powerbomb. This match just goes from, not from 0 to 100, but just keeps getting crazier and crazier. This uh, is my definitely my match of the night, I yeah. would say, because it just keeps getting crazier from this point on. Sit-out powerbombs. Pete Dunn gets stomped. Pete stomps on his head. Priest stomps back. There's a flying armbar by Pete Dunn. Can't extend the arms. Priest fights out. Hits this, like, not even a jumping Enziguri. Just crazy. Uh, Damien Priest hits the Razor's Edge or Splash Mountain. Only a two count. I popped hard for this. I love the Razor's Edge. Love that move. Bring it back. It really works with tall guys. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. obviously, Razor Ramon was a tall dude. Yeah. Uh, Damien Priest is very tall. It, keep it. He needs to it keep looks doing cool. it. Yeah, he needs to keep doing it. Love that move. Uh, there's like a huge jumping. This is this is nuts. Damien Priest, again, like six something. Tall dude. Run, Pete Dunn's on the outside, the bottom of the ramp. To the outside, Damien Priest hits a running, jumping middle rope inside the ring springboard tope to the outside onto pete dunn just insane they go back into the ring then damian priest hits a frankensteiner off the top rope 
There's a choke slam for two. He can't keep Pete Dunne down. They're going back and forth with strikes. And you know Pete Dunne loves to hit that like crazy forearm. Yep. But so does Damian Priest. So they're just killing each other. There's a clothesline that turns Dunne inside out. There's a choke slam counter into an Enzigiri. More forearms. Uh, there's like a moonsault attempt with knees up. Again, this match is crazy. But the finger, the the finger, the finish here is is uh, Pete Dunne goes to break the fingers. Priest grabs the throat of him to, like, block it. But the referee is kind of in the way in the corner. And the referee needs to, like, duck. So the referee ducks to get out of their where, out of their way and goes under his arm where he's like choking between down. Between the two. Between them. the two. While she's not looking, Damien Priest kicks Pete Dunne swiftly in the nuts. Then hits what he calls the reckoning. The crossroads. The swinging. The rolling the dice. Yep. Which looked great, the best way, the one it's ever looked. On Pete Dunne, the ref didn't see the low blow. As Morrow called it, the archer kicks the ball's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Priest pins Pete Dunne. This was an awesome match. This I loved was it. really good. Um, I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've seen, <clears throat> seen Damian Priest being in a match to allow him... To really show off yet. He's, yeah. been, he's been in a lot of squash matches. We were talking um, about how we've watched him in Ring of Honor. I've seen him yeah. versus Osprey in, in Ring of Honor before. We've seen him versus a bunch of people. And I always like kind of slept on him. But mm. I feel like he just keep, this is the perfect this, spot for him this, now. And Pete Dunne's the perfect opponent. I love the finish. Um, for like a dodgy finish, I think it, it didn't make the ref look stupid. No. Which I hate when it's done like so in front of the ref. And right. it's like you should be aware of that. Whereas it all seemed believable. They all kind of just got pushed and stuck in the corner. And she would do as you're doing. Like, shit, I'm going to yeah, get out of the way. Ducking, yeah. And the timing was perfect. I, I thought that looked really good. Because yeah. it, it made uh, Priest look smart and a heel. Like, it doesn't make Dunn look stupid. Because it's out, it's out of nowhere. Right. Like, you wouldn't be expecting that. And it, it keeps the integrity of the ref there as well. Yeah, I always hate it when the ref looks so stupid. Like, how dumb can you be? I know. Yeah. Uh, so I really like this. And I think earlier when we realized, oh... Dijakovic and Lee is going on now? That's yeah. strange. Yeah, we thought that would and be then, the main. And then when they said this is going to be the main, we were like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. I would say I was, I was wrong. We, we were proven wrong. Yeah. And uh, I think especially with the finish to Lee Dijakovic. Yeah, true. Um, oh, little uh, tangent here. You know, they're releasing everyone's like, uh, a, like o- overall score on 2K. Yeah. Um, did you see Dijakovic is not on the game? But they put but Feast, Feast Your, Your Eyes, Eyes is. Yeah. And they've given it to a character called Ribby. Is it supposed to be gritty? It's a giant rib. Oh my god. So Ribby. he's literally getting ribbed. Oh my god. It's so funny. I know this game kind of looks terrible. It does look WWE bad. WWE 2K. Give me, if anyone's been playing, is it out? Is it, it out? out? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, but everyone's saying it's awful, so I don't know. It just looks bad. Someone posted a picture of uh, NBA 2K20, the graphics yeah. of that, compared to the graphics to this. Yes, yeah, night, night like, day. They haven't changed no. for years. Um, looks bad. Uh, yeah, I noticed. It I know. Burn it down, 2K. <laughs> yeah, they they don't put him in the game, but they put Feaster Eyes in it, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, T- Champa is in the game this year. Oh, okay. They got him. They got him. He's he needed that. Yeah, he's a dad now. He needed that game yeah. money. That 2K money. Uh, so this match, going back to that little tangent, going back to this this match, Pete Dunne and Damian Priest, yeah, I really thought this actually delivered. I was, again, we were like, uh, we weren't too hyped for it, but it was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to see where Damian Priest can go. I think he can keep getting better. I love his look. 
He reminds me of Blade. Is he a vampire who just likes nightclubs? I don't know, but I'm I, I'm destined to find out. So after the show went off the air, WWE posted on their Twitter that Killian Dane came back out and oh. everyone needed to separate the two. Uh-oh. Uh, Dunn and Dane, that is. Interesting. So I think we're going to be going more down the Dunn and Dane route yeah. um, than necessarily a rematch between Priest and Dunn. Right. Um, overall, what did you think of this week? Yeah, uh, I still enjoyed the show. It had its ups and downs for me. I felt like this one kind of felt more of like a what we were accustomed to before USA. Yeah. Like, not everything is like the crazy big names, big everything this week. But to be honest, like, the wrestling on this week was still really good. So, so we were chatting just a bit earlier, and I was saying how I kind of don't... I don't want to see NXT be reactionary. No. To, because realistically... AEW have have good numbers the last couple of weeks, yeah. but they're still not getting what Raw does or right. SmackDown does. Yeah, yeah. WWE is still winning in that sense. And if NXT does get reactionary and does do these big things, then it's just Raw. It's Raw 2.0, 3.0. Yeah. And I like NXT being the wrestling this show. wrestling show. And I think they've... They did adapt this week. They went back to doing more backstage interviews and I like little stories promos. In USB. This was probably the most uh, story-driven yeah, episode we've had, right? But still maintaining some really good wrestling. Yeah, I really liked all the matches on this week's show. I really can't complain. Uh, I like. I, I watch pro wrestling. I got into pro wrestling because of the crazy characters, and it reminds me of comic books, Bad and Evil. But I stayed what becoming a wrestling fan, especially in this day and age, because of match quality. I'm yeah. super into watching. I like good matches. And I, I, so far, every week on USA, NXT has been delivering. Yeah. So uh, that's what I say about this. Uh, I, 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 love, I love this show. It's fantastic. It, it, I, I try watching main roster here and there, and I'm like, I, can't, I literally can't. Like, it's just so different. Yeah. Like, I don't it's, like it. It's tough. It's but, tough like, that's watch, but that's okay. That's, yeah, like, there's in stuff 2000, yeah, there's something for everyone in 2019, whether it be your NWA whether it be whatever, like there's so much, you can literally pick and choose and watch whatever. So. What kind of style yeah. you're into. And but everyone, it. and then everyone, it's like football. You can watch your team and support your team, but don't watch the other ones. And then Super Bowl, whoever's in it, you're going to watch anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> they sure. know they have your money in yeah. WrestleMania season. Uh, so uh, I, I enjoy it. And, uh, but let's see what other people yeah. think. Because every Wednesday night, we put up a forum, po- forum.postwrestling.com. We put up a feedback thread, I should say. Um, it's for free. Sign up for the Post Wrestling Forum because we ask you what your thoughts and questions for NXT. And we have, do uh, you want to go first? Sure. We have Eva from London. Yes, the Shayna superfan. Few things. Great show, but am I the only one who thought the matches were out of order? Hmm. Why was Don Priest event over Dijak Lee or Champa Gaza? Um... If I looked at this show on paper, I'd agree with you, but I think it actually worked how they did it. The stories and stuff. So with all the women throwing their hat in the ring for the number one contendership to Shayna two-time and her title, how do you see this panning out for war games? One-on-one, multi-woman match, a war games match perhaps. Also, I love Shayna's line, let's be honest, you're running out of limbs to rehab. And how did you react hearing the crowd handily cheering Rhea over EO. Oh, I would say that was not the case at all. What are you talking about? I think they seemed just they seemed both hot. into both they, characters. They were really hot when Rhea came out. And excited that this is a showdown. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I think EO's kind of slowly turning. Like, the crowd loves her, right? I think her character's going to stay the same, but the, yeah. the, it's like the crowd Era. are just going to turn them. Look, Undisputed Era is the bad guys, but people are like, we love them. It's kind of like that. Yeah, and I think Shane is in that role where she can face baby faces, she can face heels, and will kind of adapt depending who she's against. Um, 
we asked, what was the wine this Wednesday, boys? Uh, I had a bodacious uh, red wine brewed, or like, what's you don't brew wine, <laughs> made in uh, bourbon barrels. So it's a bourbon red wine. I had some solar... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had some. Uh, I had some other good shit. I don't remember. What We're it was. classy here in the BD. We're always classy. Uh, send good vibes. I got a big dissertation meeting Thursday. Good luck. Good for vibes. That. Break good a vibes. Leg. Keep up the good work, Mister Harrington and Davey Portman. Thank you very much. Um, as for war games, could you su- see them doing two war games matches this year? That's One a lot of women. war. Yeah. What is it good for? I mean, I wonder if you could have uh, Shayna. Oh, I guess that's she'd need someone else, wouldn't she? I, I don't know. Maybe, I can maybe I could, see a four-way or something I would like, like a multi-person match there, yeah. I definitely. think that's what we're going to And then get. EO wins the title, obviously. Okay. Uh, Tampa Heat, 77. First time, long time. First time, long time. First time, long time. Burr, 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 burr. Burr. NXT was awesome tonight. Better than I ever even expected. I was getting a bit worried that the storylines were looking like one-week storylines, but tonight I think we started to see the start of some longer-term stories. Love what they did with the North American title match next week. I think we're going to have to see that I'm going to have to see that at Full Sail Live next week. Oh, you're going to the show. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Please, let us know. Send us, us a, pictures, tweets. Yeah, send us everything. We love uh, people who are at the Full Sail shows live or any NXT shows. Give us your, your feedback on all that stuff. That goes for anyone listening. We love that. Um, side note, not sure if I love how they shoot Killian Dane the exact same way as he, when he was part of Sanity. Yeah, I was noticing. I said that's you when we were watching. They keep doing the same camera pans and camera zooms. It's same with Nikki Cross. She yeah. still has the same. I haven't seen Eric apparently Eric Young was on Raw this week I doubt they gave him an entrance yeah yeah uh, yeah they still seem to be keeping that he says the only negative was the main event while it wasn't bad I couldn't find it stood out we go to Paul from New Jersey after watching the WWE draft it's fun to watch a show that doesn't make me ask a bunch of questions and wonder what I'm doing with my time Angel Garza looks like a star in waiting and I've been waiting to see the return of Tegan Knox. Love the pairing with Dakota Kai, and I think Tainara looks much improved. Io Shirai may get you high, Brady. However, Tegan Knox has me hot box. <laughs> Brilliant. You need that on a t-shirt, Paul. I'm sorry, uh, I'll get my coat, is what he says. <laughs> you, you win feedback this week, Paul. So Paul wants the hot box with Tegan Knox. I love it. I love it. I haven't had a hot box in a while. Uh, mystery. Dunn Priest was great, and the ending was perfect way to protect Dunn while also giving Priest that heel heat. As for the women's division, I smell a six-pack challenge incoming at War Games. I think EO will crash the match next week, setting up a number one contenders match the following week because those three women, with Shayna, with those three women, uh, Shayna will probably crash. Then Tegan and Dakota will get involved. So you're saying you want all the all the heat? You it want all the smoke? It kind of looks like they're going that way. <clears throat> yeah. Which yeah? Do it. Sure. Book it. Fuck it. Book it. I don't think you have anyone like in a personal enough feud to have one-on-one for the title. Because right. you saw the Mia Yim one just didn't work. So I, I think a multi-woman might might work. And they tend to throw them in once a year, don't they? I want it. Uh, Hugh from Melbourne here. Nice. That was a hell of a two hours. I really liked that even though Imperium are heels and Wolf was at ringside, he didn't interfere because after all, the mat, mat is, is sacred. sacred. I'll happily watch Imperium one to two times every week. Mm. Um, oh, I'll happily watch Imperium versus one two every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I loved Regal immediately calling out Roddy for interfering in the fantastic Lee Dijakovic match. When Regal calls you sunshine, you know you're turbo fucked. <laughs> Great seeing Bronson Reed, even in a short showcase for Riddle. I can't wait till fellow big Aussie boy Brendan Vink 
formerly known as Elliot Sexton, gets on TV so they can team up. Ooh, big Aussies. The NXT tag division really lacks a monster team right now. Ooh, I gotta yeah, check that, that out. Sounds, that sounds a good idea. Aussies taking over wrestling. Uh, not sure if you've heard about this, but Performance Center coach Hartley Jackson returned to Australia last weekend for MCW's ninth um, anniversary shows and appears to be back in the Indies full-time now. I'm sure he missed competing in his time as a coach, and it's great to see the South Australian serial killer back in the ring. Love listening to your podcast every week. Keep up the good work. Hey, thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Love that. I love I love hearing uh, people from all over. All the over the world. So crazy. Uh, and Melbourne, amazing city. Uh, I, I need miss, to go. Yeah, you need, definitely need to go. I love it. It reminds me of Toronto. Uh, Kissy Boots. Wow, lots of wrestling on this week's edition of NXT. I popped at William Regal giving no fucks uh, to what the Undisputed Era had to say to him backstage. Davey, every time I see Pete Dunne on TV, I hear your voice saying, I'll break your fingers. (laughs) Another great show with my favorites, Rhea Ripley and Vin Diesel. (laughs) I can't decide what the best show part of the show. Tainara's adorable facial expressions or William Regal's eyes after making the triple threat announcement. Yeah, they're bulging out of his head. Proud to be a part of Team NXT. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. Hey, thank you very much. I think Regal does that method thing where um, Hugh Jackman, before uh, shooting the opening scene of Les Mis, where he's a prisoner, didn't drink water for like two days. Oh, God. So he's all gaunt and dry. <laughs> I feel like Regal does that yeah, he's because that, he's yeah. the stressed out sure. GM. He's like, I'm just not going to sleep. I'm going to have like three bottles of wine and then, or maybe not <laughs> Regal. Any. But yeah, yeah, has a rough night. But it works. It completely works. He goes out for a fight and a pint with pint the one fight. two. <laughs> Only looking to Danny Birch. Um, we go to Sango Rindu. Are you ready? Yeah. First time, long time. First time, First long, time, time. long time. Bam, 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 bam. Here in Malaysia. What wow. the fuck? Felt like today would be the right Wait, time. Wait, this guy's from Malaysia? From Malaysia. Yo, how's your prime minister doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen Zoolander? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Felt like today would be the right time for me to share some of my own yes, feedback. Yes, definitely. On here. Read it. Another neat showing from my favorite program on TV, NXT. Pleasantly surprised to see a lot of the breakout wrestlers get matches tonight, even though they all ended up losing them. It's crazy to see Boa getting involved in an actual feud. Having seen lay out, him lay out Velveteen Dream and interrupt Lee and Dijak's rubber match, Roderick Strong has made himself easy to hate. Having said that, I can't wait to see him put on a barn burner for next week's North American title triple threat match. And I also can't wait to see Keith Lee chop him on his shitty little dick. (laughs) (laughs) Last thing I want to say is that I'm blessed to have the BDE to keep me company on this journey through NXT. It's great to see your passion for the show still coming through since the first podcast. Oh, man. Thank you very much. That means a lot. And that's crazy. Thank you, man. Wow, Malaysia. you're listening from Malaysia wow. and you're, you've been following NXT and you've been following us. So thank you very much. It means a lot. It means that's a lot to cool. us. Um, wow. So that's all feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday you can post up and we'll read it here on the show. Whew. Postwrestling.com is where you can find mm. all of us or wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this, uh, you can find us up next on any podcast apps that you use. But again, you can also support us. On our Patreon, patreon.com slash up next. We have so many extra shows a, a week. Yeah. You get your money's worth. A lot of our, our people are, I'm getting a ni- nice messages. People are like, wow, I was not expecting this from you two. Tomorrow's a big day because you'll yeah, have a day. lot of stuff to enjoy. We've got our El Camino review for out. For free, for everyone. You'll have a new episode of Was Next coming out. Yes. You'll have our thoughts on AEW. Yes. You've got a lot to listen to tomorrow. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff coming out. And then on the weekend, uh, it's getting spooky. Nightmare. 
on Elm Street, the original. So go watch it and then go listen to us talk about it because I can't wait to talk about some Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm just about to throw out some names, say thank you go uh, for it. to the people who are allowing us to continue making all these shows. Yes. I'd like to say thank you to Terry Gonzalez, Thomas, uh, sorry, Terry Rodriguez, Thomas Gonzalez, Tony Arthur, Tyler Hall, Uncle D from oh. the show, Ventac, and Walter Barker. We got Wayne Miller, Wes Kinley, W.H. Park. Oh, I don't want to thank oh, him. Oh, really? Boo that guy. Uh, he didn't bring me any strong zeros from Japan SummerSlam weekend, so boo that man. Uh, he bought you a cup, Brayden. He brought me a, he he bought was, me a he, chaos. He bought you stuff. He bought me a chaos yeah, mug. Yeah, be, be, be thankful. No, I love him. I actually messaged him because he lives in Japan, and yeah. you know, they had a storm over there they recently. Did. I had to make sure my boy was good. Uh, Whammy88. Whammy. And Will... Marshalden. Marshalden. Hey, thank you to all of those people. We like reading some names, shouting you guys out on the show, all our Patreon supporters. Uh, but we also like our, our – hey, even if you know, you, maybe you can't afford uh, podcasts. Maybe you just don't want to spend money on podcasts because I totally understand that. I love free shit. Don't get me wrong. I do. So that's why we do this show. So uh, NXT, up next, rather, every Wednesday for free will always remain that. Absolutely. Yeah, Now, definitely. before we say our goodbyes and do our final plugs, I just want to say I put out a tweet – Asking the Up Next Universe, is the Vader bomb a good move? It's not. With 71% of the votes, the universe said yes, the Vader bomb is a good move. So, Brayden, you're wrong. Uh, You put that up on our Up Next. This is how people can support us. If you don't want to support our Patreon because, hey, you know, you don't want to spend money. I fucking understand that. This is how you can help us. Go follow our new Up Next Twitter, at Up Next Podcast. Go if you don't have Twitter, get Twitter. Create follow it us. just to follow us. <laughs> Create it just to keep up with all the stuff we've been putting out. So at Up Next Podcast, we would love some followers on that. But if you want to follow myself on my personal socials, I am on Twitter and Instagram. I love posting stuff and I love your messages. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And you can follow everything we do uh, and everything John and Way do. Postwrestling.com. John and Way are killing it. Wednesday Night Wars, baby. Yeah, I Podcast. just recorded a show today with Brother Nate, Woo! which will be coming out the weekend. We I looked know. at Race to Witch Mountain. I was sick. For the Rocky <laughs> Mayavir picture show. <laughs> I was sick. I couldn't make it no i actually had a lot of work we had a lot of we're recording so many shows yeah this we is my third one today we don't have time to like do shows mm. to we, we're killing it we love it because we love the, our patreon supporters we love our up next supporters the bde loves you remember that remember that uh so thank you for listening to this we'll catch you next week again uh we always go live after nxt on our youtube by the way so you can follow that at BDE official. Yeah, so shout out to anyone who's on our YouTube lives after NXT. We go live usually. If NXT ends around 10, we usually are live by like 10.30. By 10.30. Come hang out with us even if you didn't watch or whatever. Just to come hang because I know people love doing that as well. Because we are NXT friends. 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 Uh, So thank you very much. We'll talk to you again next week and go listen to all the shows that we have out for you. Uh, Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy!
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.